You're tuned in to Faithfully Podcast, featuring religion reporter and host Nicola Menzi, talking with pastors, activists, academics, artists, and others from an ethically diverse and ecumenical perspective about race, culture, and Christianity. Why? Well, because we believe Christians need to talk about race. So let's get to it. According to the Bridge Initiative at Georgetown University, quote, Islamophobia is prejudice towards or discrimination against Muslims due to their religion or perceived religious, national, or ethnic identity associated with Islam. Like anti-Semitism, racism, and homophobia, Islamophobia describes mentalities and actions that demean an entire class of people, end quote. But I should also note, as the Bridge Initiative does on its website, rational criticism of Islam or Muslims based on factual evidence is not intrinsically Islamophobia. And we're talking a little bit about Islamophobia in this episode of Faithfully Podcast because I recently attended a panel discussion about Muslims in the media. One of the panelists, Dahlia Mogahed, stated that Islamophobia hurts all Americans. And that got me thinking. We live in a time in the United States when Christians say they feel increasingly persecuted or marginalized because of their positions on certain issues such as marriage and sexuality. In fact, LifeWay research found in a 2015 survey that 63% of Americans either strongly agreed or somewhat agreed that, quote, Christians increasingly are confronted by intolerance in America today and self-identified evangelical Protestants in particular were more likely to agree with that statement. I should also note that 43% of respondents felt that American Christians complain way too much about how they are treated. The Reverend Franklin Graham, son of evangelist Billy Graham and perhaps one of the most influential evangelical Christians today, has claimed, in an effort to rally the troops to keep praying for America, that hostility toward Christians in the United States is on the rise and will grow unless we stand up for our freedoms of religion and conscience. And Franklin Graham is perhaps one of Islam's most vocal critics from the evangelical camp, and certainly critics would describe him as an Islamophobe. After all, Graham has gone on record describing Islam as a, quote, very evil and wicked religion and calling it a false religion. And this was before the emergence of ISIS. More recently, Graham has expressed agreement with Donald Trump that Muslims should be banned from entering the United States until this issue with ISIS is figured out. Never mind that ISIS is not representative of the more than 1.6 billion Muslims who live around the world. So what got me thinking was how members of a faith community who say they feel increasingly marginalized have no issues about marginalizing and demonizing members of another faith group, that is 3.3 million Americans who identify as Muslim. I had to ask Dahlia Mogahed, who was Director of Research at the Institute for Social Policy and Understanding, what she meant then when she said that Islamophobia hurts all Americans. I'm so glad you asked me this question. There's a number of ways that all Americans are impacted by Islamophobia. The first way is that it opens the space, the psychological space, for other kinds of bigotry. And the first being anti-Semitism. I know that uh, evangelicals are very concerned about anti-Semitism. Islamophobia is a the partner of anti-Semitism. People who are anti-Semitic are 32 times as likely to also be anti-Muslim. 
So these, these two ailments are related. The second thing is it opens the door for other kinds of bigotry against other minorities. Um, it is, it has a, an overlap with anti-black, anti-Hispanic, uh, legislation and bigotry. It also, um, overlaps with anti-immigrant sentiment. And finally, what I think is most important is that it's fueled by fear. And fear hurts freedom. Fear kills freedom. Because when we're afraid, on a neurological level, we are more likely to accept conformity, prejudice, and authoritarianism. And so anyone who cares about their liberty, anyone who cares about religious freedom in America, should oppose targeting one religious community for discrimination. Unfortunately, we didn't go as deep as I would have liked, as Ms. Mogahead's time was precious. But she did certainly give us something to think about. Anyone who cares about religious freedom in America should oppose targeting one religious community for discrimination. That, obviously, is for anyone. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in to Faithfully Podcast, featuring conversations at the intersection of race, culture, and Christianity. Don't forget you can visit faithfullymagazine.com for more on this episode and to learn about previous episodes. And don't forget, you can shoot us a note to suggest conversations and potential guests that you would like to hear from via the email address contact at faithfullymagazine.com. You can also tweet us your message at Faithfully Mag. Peace.